Welcome to the freaking fantastic fantasy football podcast. We break down the ins and outs of each matchup to determine who will be a champion and the loser. Here are your hosts, Josh and Justin. Well, hello, podcast world. This is your host, Josh. I'm also here with a special, some special guests. Um, my one of my very best friends in the entire world, uh, Mr. John Snavely. John, how you yo, doing? Yo, yo, yo. How's it going? I think we also have one more guest joining us. He is. Uh, looks like he is having some connection issues. So when he joins us, we will introduce him. But John Snavely, how you doing, man? I live in the dream, you know. Living it. the dream. Just landed in um, uh, IOA, right? Or OIA? Absolutely. OIA, MCO, whatever you want to call it. OIA, MCO, yeah. Yeah, those uh, things always get me, right? Those, um, how we name the airport is kind of strange. But um, so while we wait for our other special guest host, um, tell us a little bit, you know, about yourself. You know, this week it's going to be. Um, just uh, me, no Justin this week. Justin is um, out on a cruise, so he is on his bye week of the podcast. And um, it looks like our um, other special guest host is to join us. Welcome, Matthew. Hello, hello. How are you? You know, uh, being the fantasy football pro that I am, I'm really excited to be here and to hopefully yeah. teach you guys some things. Yeah, well, you give us all, <laughs> give us the whole league a lesson on how to be just okay. <laughs> Um, but so this week, like I said, mentioned, I am hosting the podcast with, uh, John and Matthew, um, two of my very best friends in the world. Um, we are without Justin this week. So, um, before we get into the, to the commissioner's corner, where I let you guys kind of talk about your teams and talk about yourselves for a little bit, I'm going to give a few, uh, league news and notes. Um, Justin Menyard, we did have a, Name change this week. Justin Minyard changed his team name from Let's Ride to uh, Taylor to Win. When he changed his team name to Taylor to Win, he went on to subsequently lose this week because his team um, decided not to win. But um, we can give him crap about that later. So we have a new team name, Taylor to Win. So if he's Taylor to Win in there, just know you're playing Justin Minyard. So, but. Uh, Back to the commissioner's corner. We're going to move into uh, commissioner's corner. I'm going to let uh, get the floor to Matthew and John. So uh, why don't you guys give us a little history on yourself and a history on your fantasy football uh, experience? Well, let's see. History of myself. Uh, born in Orlando in 1987. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. The rest is history, I guess. John, <laughs> we only been... have this is only going to be a thirty to forty-five minute show, so we need to. Uh, oh well, I guess we'll, we'll uh, fast forward abbreviate a bit. that then. Well, I guess the most important history: two-time league champion. Uh, ah. Not the last two seasons. Last two seasons, I barely made the playoffs. We're hoping, uh, hoping this one's going to be uh, the the third third win in a long streak of championships. Yeah, currently you are in first place in the your division right so yeah, yeah Matthew that, and I are the uh, are the big fish in the small pond that is the skins division so uh, we'll toot yes. our horns as long as we can 
<laughs> yeah, because everybody else is, you know, I know Alex was uh, talking smack in the thing saying there's a very lopsided divisions. It's just, that's just kind of how the divisions worked out this year. I mean, the divisions were random. You know, last year, I, I think it was pretty even, but this year, you know, um, the divisions are a little bit more heavy on the, the top end in the uh, shirts division. But um, the way that the divisions work too is like, it, you know, the division seeding only gives you the top, the winners of the division, the number one and number two seed, but everybody else is seeded within their rankings. So it's not like you have to, you know, get second place in your division and you're, you know, you're only, uh, the other division has like, you know, four people who are better, better than you. So um, it's first and the first place of the division gets one and two seeds and then everybody else falls into the, to the ranks, uh, based on their, their, uh, ranking, not their division rank. So that's just kind of how it goes just for everybody's edification. Um, but yeah, John, so I digress, but you can continue. Oh, that's, that's about it. Uh, that's, uh... yeah, you're the, cha- you know, former league champion. We got, uh, we had Eric on here before who's one of our league champions. And then now we had John two time league champion, John. So, all right, Matthew, give us a little background on yourself. Your football team name is uh, Matthew's okay team. This year has right. shown some, some signs of life. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't count out the okay team. You know, I got to tell you, um, I'm pretty when it comes to fantasy football. Um, and I've been doing it for about a decade now. Uh, and I get it, but I, you know, here's the thing, here's the thing. I've gotten a little better each year and the past two years haven't been too bad. Uh, last year I was actually first in the league, uh, for a couple of weeks. Uh, and then yeah. Derek Henry got hurt and that didn't last long, but, uh, just the thought that somebody would use the word first in the name of my fantasy football team, uh, used to seem, you know, like a fantasy, uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it was an actuality, an actual thing. And I'm not doing too terrible this year. Could do a little, bit. uh, glad to be here and, Looking forward to our chat today. Yeah, and you're, you know, your your team's so close to getting Cordero back. It looks like he may be back in a week or two. So you you you're going to get one of your stud players back, and then uh, you got Michael Carter, who who's actually taking the reins up in New New York because the you know the uh, starter Brees Hall got hurt. So you know your team's actually on the up and up. Maybe, I hope so. <laughs> Yeah, maybe D- Damian Harris decides to uh, come back and be healthy, and they they decide to play him up there. But once you get uh, Cordero back, you're going to be, you know, I think you're going to be doing pretty well this year. So, you know, hey, as long as you don't get last place, right, and get that sticker on your truck. That's right. Again. That's right. Yeah, but you know that only happened one time, at least with the sticker. I know. You know, Is I don't. I don't want to repeat it. You... It's it's still on there. No, I still got it on there. It's good. Mo- you know, not yeah. to. Uh, not to have another well, you could take them off you can take it off you know especially because last year you did so well you don't suck at fantasy football anymore i so. know but see the thing, the thing is though when i had covid real bad and like i was dying from covid and the ambulance had to come get me they couldn't find me and i told them like look for that sticker and that's how they found me so it's kind of like <laughs> turned into like a good luck charm uh, ever yeah. since that uh, dreadful day Maybe you could take off the uh, fantasy football loser and just leave the the uh, brony, my little brony, Pegasus thing sitting there. So. <laughs> and then people will be so confused what's going on, and then um, you may get uh, some um, solicitation from some un, um, some men that you wouldn't want to uh, get. So, as my good friend Seinfeld uh, would say, there's nothing wrong with that. But uh, <laughs> well, not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, so we, uh, we here kind of have, Justin and I kind of have a, um, a, you know, outline we follow each week. So usually after we do our commissioner's corner and we introduce our guests and let them talk to talk about themselves and in the league, um, we get into our recap. So I'm going to do a little differently this week because, um, you know, Justin and I usually inter- go back and forth, but uh, I'll just introduce each uh, matchup this week and then we can all discuss um, discuss the matchup. So first, the first matchup this week was um, me Ma- as Mac Attack versus uh, Alex Bird. C-Dub won't call back. And C-Dub won't call back proceeded to whoop my behind and beat me by 51 points, 173 to 122. So my team uh, actually scored pretty well. I mean, um, I would have beaten all the, other, the, all the other teams that lost and would have beaten most of the teams that won, except for two other teams um, this week. Yeah, so. just unfortunate for you because uh, C-Dub won't call back would have beat everybody by 40 points. So yeah. you just were, drew the unlucky straw that time. Unlucky straw. and he decided His running to, uh, back go got 41 points by itself. I know. Yeah, Josh Jacobs has been just been <laughs> absolutely nuts this, this year. I mean, and then 20 points for Kittle is tied in as well. So they just, yeah, those yeah. two kind of seem to really carry him. And then he decided to play Boyd on a long shot, and it really paid off because Tyler Boyd hasn't really done anything this year. Um, and he got him 29 points. So the third string receiver for the Cincinnati Bengals decides to uh, step up and get him 30 points. So, yeah. It's just kind of how it plays fantasy football, right? So next week, you know, maybe I'll I'll get a chance to uh, play somebody who doesn't score seven, seven, 173 points. So, <laughs> um, and like not really, I played everybody who everybody I could possibly play. Like my bench really didn't do anything great. Um, Etn finally got me like some points, got me twenty three. Kim Walker got me thirty three. So like my team did well. It's just not well enough. So, all right, we move on to the next matchup of the week. It was. Um, Prestige Worldwide versus Inglorious Stafford. So that's wide, uh, Eric. Wide, 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 wide. <laughs> I call we call him Mr. Worldwide, but not Pitbull. So um, he was playing Chris Whelan's team and Inglorious Stafford's, and uh, Eric's team actually wins with one twenty-five to one hundred one. So Chris's team is now in sole possession of last place in the in the league at uh, two and five. So we called this the matchup of the week last week for the. Uh, Battle for the last place. So, um, Chris and Chris and I, we were talking earlier today, and Chris was just complaining about his team being just so bad, and he's in last place, and he can't find anybody on the waiver wire. But, you know, you just got to keep pu- pushing through it, Chris, and hope your team decides to come back because um, maybe some, off, of, off of the bye week you can get some better players back, and when, you know, DeAndre Swift comes back fully healthy, that'll help you out. But what are you guys' thoughts on that? Now's our chance to ride on Chris a little bit. Um. Well, I wasn't really prepared to ride on Chris. Um. So. Uh, um, you know. Um, not. Not. That there's anything wrong with that. But. Um, I just. I think you know. I think for Chris. I meant Lee, ra- rag on Chris. You rag, know okay. I got so. you. I got you. Yeah, they call that a Freudian slip. Some places. <laughs> well. All right, we don't want to get too inappropriate with this podcast. So. We're not, we're not getting invited back, John. This is our last one. We're not getting invited back. You know what? I'll, I'll bring Chris Whelan back on, but I want to bring you guys back on. So. Okay, so all right. So first of all, um, you know, 
there's winners and there's losers in life. And, uh, you know, Chris is basically a winner in everything in life except for fantasy football. And, uh, you you know, that, you know, it's just, you know, you gotta, you gotta hang your head high and realize that in the real world, you're doing great. We're in the fantasy world, maybe not doing so great, but I agree. A lot can happen. There's still a lot of weeks left in this football season. There can be injuries. There can be pickups. There can be bye weeks. Uh, I don't think hope's lost yet. Yeah. And I think what Chris had like crazy week one and week two performances, his team was just like, you know, balls out. We were like, man, they're going to be so good. Everything's going to be great. And then his team just decided to uh, fall apart after that. So uh, he was 2-0 and start the season, and he's lost like five in a row. So Yeah. not. And the, I mean, the problem is you just look at his roster. We were kind of chatting with him earlier about this, and just there's nobody, nobody on his team who you see having a really big game week in and week out. Um, and that, that, that hurts. Uh, you, you always need to have that player who might just break off a big one. And, uh, you know, when you, of well, course, Jerry, the same Jerry Judy was supposed to be, you know, his number one receiver and he did absolutely does absolutely nothing for him because the, the Broncos can't get out of their own way. And uh, yeah, if he had a decent quarterback, it might help, but uh, you know, yeah. Well, I was saying in this in this next week he's playing you, which we'll get into in our matchup of the week. But um, so hopefully you're I'm, I'm guessing you're hoping his losing streak continues this next week. So I wouldn't um, complain about that. Chris, we love you, but you know what? When it comes to fantasy football, it's uh, every man for himself, right? So uh, moving on to the next ma- uh, next match uh, was the uh, Carson City Goobers, which is Justin Ray versus Super Saiyans, which is. Uh, Zach Tanner. So um, Ray continued on with his winning streaks. He's the, I think he's been doing been pretty well. He's now five and two. He won 133 to 115 with uh, Zach's team. So, you know, Zach, Zach's kind of had that luck all year around where he plays, his team plays pretty good, scores enough points to beat some of the teams out there. And he just never keeps, never plays those teams during the week. So, um, but you know, Carson, City Goobers, he he's got the um, excellent running back pair of running backs, and I think um, he was able to even um, continue on this week with uh, good Matt, good uh, points from um, even Juju Smith Schuster showed up. So um, he had, a, and then and then Tennessee's defense as well got him nineteen points. Uh, so that's you know that's huge. I think that's about the difference uh, in that matchup. And it was, was his defense versus um, yeah. versus uh, even, Zach's defense. He even had to play Christian McCaffrey because he really didn't have anybody to pitch in there. And he got him seven points on the, on like two days before, after he got traded. So um, CMC, and that's going to be uh we're going to see how that's going to play out the rest of the year. Is his usage in San Francisco going to be the same he was, uh, as he was in, in, um, in uh, Carolina. So it's, you know, it's Chris McCaffrey going to get him, you know, in the twenties every week, like he was doing in the rest uh, previous game, uh, games of the year. I mean, San, San Francisco is a good team that's committed to the run. I, I think that trade could, could make uh, Justin the, uh, the, the guy to beat down the road, down the, yeah. down the stretch in this season. Yep. I, I think you're right. I've been saying that all year. Justin's race has got a solid all around team. 
Um, you know, he's got good, decent receivers, but his two running backs are just going to pull him through because his running backs are so uh, down this year, right? So, like, there's only that those few top, like, six or seven running backs who are worth their, their weight in salt this year. Everybody else is kind of, you know, you'll be lucky to get eight to ten points out of your running backs. So, um, but – all right, moving on. This is uh, this is actually a game that's actually really good to talk about because it was uh, Miami Sharks versus Matthew's OK team. So our two uh, guest hosts played each other this week. So, you know, John, you end up coming up on top at one nineteen to, to eighty. But uh, let's let's hear you guys talk about your matchup. Well, this this was the game I expected to lose this season. And I when I picked my team, uh, you know, Jalen Hurts has a bye week. Cooper Cup has a bye week. Um, Akers has a bye week, although he hasn't done much this season to begin with. And then my, the Philadelphia defense, who's been good for me, had a bye week as well. So I wasn't counting on much, but uh, Matthew was nice enough to uh, to, to not beat me. Um, most of the teams in the league, I think, would have beat me at 100 and, uh, 119 points. But, but yeah, it, it, it worked out. Got, yeah. got just, enough, just enough from Garoppolo. And then this, uh, uh, this receiver for the Saints, Chris Olave, his uh, – has really been a good waiver wire ad for me. Yeah, he's been really good because they had, Michael Thomas has been in and out, up and down, and um, Olave just gets open downfield and they just chuck it to him and he catches he's, it. He's a speedster, that's for sure. Yeah. So Matthew, you're as Tom Brady goes, so does your fantasy football team. Yeah, basically, um, it has been. You know, I was averaging around 120, 140 per week, and then you know, the last couple of weeks getting in the 80s. Um, so not great. I, I don't think there's necessarily room to panic just yet, um, yeah. but we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of making you see how the next couple of weeks play out. Um, you know, yeah. I don't ever count Tom Brady out. No, and he can go yell at his, his offensive line and his receivers a little bit more. Maybe they'll play better. So. <laughs> um, and your defense, man, Dallas's defense has been lights out this year. I mean, they've got yeah, – they literally, they literally scored a quarter of the points for you this week. <laughs> um, Still isn't quite enough, but I mean, they didn't do. They have one down week, which is when you know played Philly because everybody has a down week when they play Philly because they're the best team in the league this year. But I mean, your defense has gotten you double digit points four out of the uh, seven weeks. So, and in the twenties twice, which is pretty uh, pretty amazing. So, yeah, you're just gonna keep riding with Dallas. Is my 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 advice to you? Ride with Dallas and uh, try to find um, the right combination of running backs to uh, score you some points. Yeah, I think if I can get Tom Brady back up there, a um, couple of these wide receivers, you know, they were doing okay. Get- I mean, obviously I had uh, uh, Diggs out, so, you know, that really hurt me. But uh, yeah. I'm anxious to see, you know, what happens the next few weeks. Diggs and Adams, man. Yeah, such a good wide receiver core right there with Diggs and Adams who are like number top – two top running uh, wide receivers this year. So um, as long as uh, Adams doesn't get suspended for pushing over um, cameraman, you should be all right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, all right, moving on to the next one is uh, Taylor to win versus Rack City Clutch. This is the uh, game where Justin um, was thinking he was going to be uh, coming back. He got um, – he was doing so good with D-Hop back on Thursday night football. He had some good points from him. You know, Benjamin scored him 23. And then his team proceeded to not score him any more points at all. So, um, 
I mean, he got zero from Mark Andrews, which is a huge uh, hurt for him because, you know, Mark Andrews is usually that cheat code at that at tight end position. Um, and him scoring zero points for him at, uh, on a week, he really needed the points to, to beat Caleb, really didn't come through on him. So he was uh, not tailored to win this week. He was tailored to lose. So, and then Caleb's team had a pretty decent week. Austin Eckler is getting him 30 points. He's got him 30 points a few times this week, got him 36 this week. So, you know, that kind of put him up over the edge because the rest of his team really didn't do much, including Kelsey, who only got him 15 points. So, yeah, kind of a, kind um, of a surprising result. I mean, just projected to win by seven, ends up losing by. Just yeah, kind of a. And I think we up uh, Josh or John. We have a little bit of a connection issue with your microphone there, so. And hopefully he gets into a little bit better spot for um, for signal. So, yeah. Um, but hopefully John jumps back in. He'll be able to to join us once he gets his signal. But, but yeah, it was a it was a rough ter- rough week for Justin with pro- you know projected to win, looking great on Thursday night football, and then kind of falling off there on Sunday. So um, we're gonna move on to our last recap. Our last matchup of the week was the um, running up that hill with Joe Snavely, the other Snavely. And uh, Team Dafford, which is Bradford, um, it was actually a close game. Yeah, uh, really close. Bradford wins. Bradford wins by four points, um, one ten to one hundred six. Um, neither team really blew the doors off anybody, but uh, Bradford finally got a good week from Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones hasn't had a good week since week two. Um, very disappointing this season for uh, you know a top. I think he was a second round pick for for Bradford. Um, and then Jones finally decides to uh, live up to his draft position. And then Joe got a good week from uh, Henry and Mostert. But other than that, it was been, you know, everybody else in this team kind of just stunk it up. So, um, John, if you're back, are you back, John? Hey, can you hear me now? Oh, we can hear you now. Yes, sir. Oh, beautiful. Love it. So we are, we're talking about your brother's game. Um, now's your time to talk smack to your brother. He ended up losing to uh, Bradford 106 to 110. So I don't know if there's any really to be talked. That's a, that's a close loss. Um, it was a close loss, but nobody on his team decided to show up except for his kicker and his two running backs, Mostert and Henry. Everybody else uh, kind of stunk it up. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, his season, a lot like Matt was saying with Brady, Joe's season is going to come down to Dak Prescott, how he comes back. Is he a full-time starter? Is he healthy? And does he put up fantasy numbers? If he does, yeah. they'll be in the competition for the playoffs. If he doesn't, I think this may be a lost season. And we're talking bad about Joe, but his bench scored him 65 points as well. So if he put um, McLaurin or if he put Dante Foreman in this week, he would have won, right? He needed four yeah. points. So if he started anybody, any of the, uh, those two, either one of those, those guys, he would have been um, in the lead. And we wouldn't be talking about him being three and four. He'd be four and three and, um, you know, closer to the top of the league. So. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so, I, I don't, mean, you look at just think... talking about. No, You're go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> go ahead, John. Well, uh, what I was saying is uh, we were just talking about uh, Bird 
and you know he, he made a clutch play by starting uh, starting Boyd Tyler Boyd uh, pulls out twenty nine points. Sometimes as a as a uh, fancy manager, you got to have that intuition or maybe just a little bit of luck. And unfortunately, uh, Joe Joe's story is the flip side this week. He didn't didn't guess correctly on which of his players are going to put up the big numbers. Yeah, and it's just always frustrating too, right? When you have your bench players play really well, and you're just like, man, if I started him, I would have won. Especially in a close game like that, it's pretty frustrating. But yeah, we feel for you, Joe. We know how it goes. So, um, Matthew, I know you have to drop off in uh, a few minutes. So, you know, let us know. Are you? Uh, let us know when you need to drop off. But we'll just continue on with the uh, with the podcast. Sounds here. good. Um, all right. So next up is Fab Grab. So this is where we talk about each week. We talk about, um, you know, the, the fab and see who who's able to uh, pick up the most coveted waiver wire week. This week is actually kind of a week in the terms of the waiver uh, waiver uh, grab. Um, it was just Hayden Hurst, right? So Justin Ray and myself both put a $0 bid in on Hayden Hurst just because we needed a one-week tight end because our tight ends are on buy. And um, – Justin ended up having the higher waiver priority and uh, was able to end up with Hurst. And I had to go pick up somebody else off the waiver wire to fill in for my tight end this week. So, yeah, a little stingy with those stingy with those dollars, Josh. I know (laughs) one dollar bid couldn't. I know I should have thrown a one dollar bid. I got to start doing that. It's like if I really want them, I got to throw in a dollar bid. But I mean, there's quite a few players if you look at the uh, league who still have a hundred dollars. Hundred dollar waiver money. So Justin Ray is one of them. Uh, Matthew, you got a hundred dollars still on your way on your uh, fab. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't even know how to spend that money. So I, I think I'm going to go. So I don't how to use it. Um, is this something I can I like cash this out? Is this cashable like at the ATM machine? Um, no. You know, like, if you don't, remember, I'm just an a, I'm just an okay fantasy manager. So this is this is something that I I I think I've heard you mention, but I have no clue what it is. All right. For Matthew's edification, John, you and I can kind of give him a little uh, update on the fab and how it works. So if you go, when a player hits the waiver wire, which is the uh, time between Monday night or the time they play and uh, Wednesday morning at like three o'clock in the morning, a player's hit a waiver. So players, uh, the managers can go in and bid on the player. So if John really wanted Hayden Hurst, and he can go in and he could put um, $10 of his $100 uh, waiver budget on that player. But I come in and I put $11 on that same player. I would get, end up with that player. So um, if you go into – And you'll see, if, that, you'll see that when, when you go to sign a player and it will say, you know, add and drop, and you, you choose the players to drop, um, that final screen before you submit the trade – uh, or the pickup, you'll see the the, uh, the dollar amount at the very bottom. It's kind of it's kind of subtle, so if you're not looking for it, you can miss it. But that's where you uh, select how much money you're willing to pay for that player. Yeah. Okay. And so Matthew, Matthew, since you have a hundred dollars and we're still we we're halfway through the season, you you if you if there's a really hot waiver wire pickup, um, like. I see John picked up Chuba Hubbard, which is actually a pretty decent play because, you know, he's going to be a, a key role in um, Carolina. You could have put in a bid on Chuba Hubbard for like 10 bucks and, you know, been able to pick him up and um, have no issues. 
Okay. So that's how that kind of goes. And like you said, you you could find gold mines like I did with Ken Walker the third up in um, in uh, Seattle, and I put in I think like a twenty six dollar bid on him and ended up with him. So um, if you if there's a really good player like if there's another player who gets hurt and you need to uh, sign up sign their backup if they're still on waivers, you can go in and put a a good number of bid on it. So like you can put like fifty dollars on that player to make sure you end up with them. So. That's kind of how the fab works. So, uh, and, uh, yeah. Any questions on that one, Matthew? No, I don't think so. I'm going to with it to figure it out. But, you know. All right. I don't know. I've done pretty good without it. So, I feel like maybe I'll have an even better team if I use it now. Yeah. There you go. If you, uh, if you learn how to use your waivers, man, you may be unstoppable. I always – Good joke that you go from okay to great. Matthew's great team. <laughs> or at least Matthew's good team, right? So you move from okay yeah, to decent. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, baby steps. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So we're moving on to our uh, not my team segment. This is where uh, Justin and I usually each week pick, a, pick another team in the league that we really like their roster. We really like the way they're playing. And uh, we pick our most favorite and then our least favorite, right? It doesn't have to be like the worst team in the league. Just somebody we're not really keen on going into their matchup next week. So um, my favorite team is, of course, Justin Ray. Uh, I'm playing him. So maybe I'm sending some good uh, juju his way that will backfire and he'll do really bad because I picked him as my favorite. At least that's how I'm hoping it works this week. But, um, you know, his running backs with uh, Nick Chubb and McCaffrey, and uh, they just keep they just keep going. So – you know, I'm hoping they don't do this so hot this week, and my team just just does a little bit better. Um, but that's where I'm going with that. And then my least favorite team is Caleb. Caleb's team is just ravaged by buys this week. Um, Caleb is projected to get 97 points, um, but he's playing Zach, so Zach is only projected to get 79 points. So um, we'll see how it works out, but Caleb – Caleb doesn't have Eckler. Caleb doesn't have Mike Williams. And Caleb does not have Kelsey uh, this week coming up. So, and he's got Metcalf hurt on his, on his bench. So he is definitely my least favorite team coming into the week. I know, John, do you have, uh, you have any thoughts or anybody on that? You thinking he's like, you really like their team? Well, um, I've mentioned before, uh, Joe's got Dak Prescott. It's going to be interesting to see as he returns and, you know, can, can he really put up the big numbers? Uh, but he's got a good matchup. I think that matchup against Matthew's okay team. Uh, Tom Brady has not been good. And so I, I would uh, venture to guess that's going to be a really close matchup. Uh, if, if Derrick Henry can come in uh, for net, he's got, he's got a solid team. And I think that's – I'll pick that as my team of the week, uh, running up that hill. Oh, nice. Okay. And uh, Matthew, what do you got? You? you got your team of the week for for us. Um, first, I want to say that running up that hill is going to run up the hill and run into a brick wall. All right, Matthew's okay oh, team snap. is not ready for any of that. Um, you know, he was uh, Joe was actually one of the ones that laughed early on at me in my face at his house. And I, uh, when I drafted Tom Brady and a defense pretty early on, 
And both of those ensured that I beat him quite terribly uh, the first time that we played. And I am looking for another beatdown this week. So I'm hoping bring on Dak Prescott. He can have two good thumbs. I don't care. Bring him on. And uh, we're looking to take him out. I will say, though, for uh, for my matchup of the week, um, I'm actually rooting for Super Saiyans. So with Super Saiyans, let me pull it back up here. I just dropped it out. Good matchup, but they don't they they haven't swapped out their quarterback yet. So they got Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, excuse me, that is on by. Um, I know that um, Aaron Rodgers it says here is questionable, but if you think that swap right there, it's basically a hot even uh, projection there for uh, for their game versus the the top player with Rack City Clutch. So I'm rooting for them this week. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll second that. I'll second that because they caught Rack City Clutch at exactly the right time. Uh, Eckler's on by, Williams on by, uh, no Travis Kelsey. Uh, the half the team really is, is on a bye week. And so this is a chance for maybe the biggest upset in the league this season. Number yeah. 11 versus number one. Yeah, it could be. And Caleb and, jo- and Zach are really close friends, so it's uh, kind of like a battle of the buddies over there. So... So I guess that kind of gives us a, a matchup of the week. So, you know, Matthew or KL versus uh, for Zach with, like you said, lower lower half of the league versus number one. But um, we were all talking about this. Um, our matchup of the week is uh, actually Angoria Staffords versus Miami Sharks. Chris versus John. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about your matchup with Chris this week? You know, we we all love Chris, and he's like a real close friend of ours. Audio difficulties here. Yeah. Oh, I can hear you now. You like or something? Can you hear us now? Uh, there we go. Uh, can you hear me now? Hello. I think we might have lost him. All right. All right, Matthew, if you need to jump, we can we can jump now, and then I'll, I'll – uh, All right. Hey, uh, I'm, back. Oh. I'm sorry about that. I turned my car on, and it decided to connect to that Bluetooth, and yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, it's okay. Now we can hear you really good, actually. So. Oh, nice. All right. So, Matthew, do you need to jump, or are you hanging out with us? For no, I'm good for a few more minutes. All right, cool. So, we are getting into our uh, matchup with Chris and John. That's our matchup of the week, Inglorious Staffords versus Miami Sharks. Chris is uh, dead last in the league, and John is number two. So, um, you know, battle of the of uh, best friends here. You know, Chris versus John. Battle of the roommates, Chris and John. We all love Chris, and we all want to beat him in this league. So, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and you know, the projections uh, I mean, are one seventeen to ninety nine, but there's still a little bit of room for that. You know, he doesn't have a he doesn't have his defense put back in yet. So uh, I think it's actually projections closer even than what it's showing. Yeah, and Buffalo's defense has been awesome this year, and Green Bay's been terrible. So I think that could be a big week for his defense. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tight matchup for sure. Um, I'm glad to have uh, most of my starters back, so that that certainly helps. But I think it's gonna be a good a good game for sure. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top. So we'll, we'll Justin. Uh, Minyard and I will we'll recap this next week, and we'll definitely talk about uh, talk about you guys and your game. Hey, Daddy. So. Hi, Emma. 
Hello. We have a, I have a, a second special guest uh, of the podcast. It's Emma. The Emma specialist. Miller. The specialist of all the specialists. That's right. The specialist of all the specialists. You are absolutely right. Um, so finally, last but not least, we're going to move into our power rankings of the week. Bom, 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 bom. And uh, I have them set up here, and I will go through them real quick, and then you guys can all discuss on how I'm wrong and you know who, uh, who you guys think deserves to be up top. So I'm going to go with um, – Number one, of course, is Caleb, right? He's number one until he ain't. Um, I'm going to go number two is going to be uh, Carson City Goobers. Like, his team is doing uh, really, really well. And then um, I'm going to go with Miami Sharks. He's uh, – your team, John, has, has won and has jumped up into second place and, and leading your division. So, um, good job with that uh, – with that uh, win there this week. And then uh, number four is going to be Alex Bird with C-Double and Callback. Uh, he just gave me a whooping and scored the highest points of the week. So that should move him up in the power rankings this week. Uh, and fifth place is McAtech with me. Uh, then I went sixth place with Matthew's OK team. So Matthew, you're still right there in the middle of the, of the league. Um, number seven is running up that hill. Uh, number eight is Team Bradford. Um, right there, and then right behind him is uh, Justin Minier with Taylor Taylor to win. Then we get into uh, Super Saiyans, Prestige Worldwide, and Gloria Stafford's kind of uh, take us through the, the last little bit of the week. You know, these are usually towards the end. They can um, up or down one or two spots, but that's kind of how we have them ranked this week. So your thoughts on that, guys? I don't disagree. I think that you've got a good lineup there. I got to say, though, between uh, Prestige Worldwide, Wide, 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 and uh, Super Seans, I think they've got a chance to quickly move up the ranks. Um, I don't necessarily think either one of them is going to win it out. They could. But um, I think that right now, I don't think where they're currently ranked now is where they're going to end up at the end of the season. I think they've got yeah. a chance to move up. No, I agree. All right, so – before we kind of end this podcast, and uh, I just want to say thank you guys for joining. I really appreciate you guys uh, guest hosting with me this week while Justin was out. But Justin did leave us a, uh, a question of the week, and because I'm not really a podcasting expert, I'm going to play the question after we answer it. Uh, but essentially his question was, who do we think uh, is the, rival, the best rivalry of the season? Like who's the, uh, the best, ri- best rivalry we have going on right now in the league? And um, we all kind of talked about this before. It's got to be Alex Bird and Chris Whelan. Am I right? Absolutely. Of course. Yeah, it, I mean, even, when, uh, even outside of just the games, just the smack talking alone, uh, yeah. you know, makes it a top robber, even if they were both ranked last place, which Chris basically is. Uh, but, uh, you know, <laughs> it's still a great rivalry. I know, and it's, it's true. And Alex Bird literally named his team C-Dub won't call back, so he literally named his team a troll on Chris because Chris never calls anybody back. And don't feel bad, Alex. He doesn't call us back either. So, But, but I mean, do you um, really want a loser like that to call you back, right? I mean, do you want to associate yeah. with somebody that is at the bottom of the fantasy football <laughs> ranking? You know, maybe you should wait until after the fantasy season to try and connect. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's, that's very true. So, there you go. Justin, I will appreciate that. I will appreciate Chris uh, 
not not performing well for at least one more week. Uh, yeah, that's true, right? I always cheer for you guys when you're not playing me. So that's right, and that's just the kind of friend Chris is. He would rather go, you know, he would rather have a season <laughs> where he doesn't win just so that he can all, you know, afford each one of us an extra win throughout the season. There you go. Um, uh, like but again, I think that's. Yeah, exactly. Matthew, you're such a good, such a good friend. You decided to have a lot off week for, for there. I was resting my um, players so that I could set up that brick wall for Joe. There you go. And I hope you guys provide the same uh, accommodations for me when this year when we play each other. So We'll consider um, it. Yeah. All right. That's, that's all we want. But uh, thank you again, guys, for joining me this week. Thank you, Podcast World, for listening. We'll, uh, we'll be back with full strength with uh, Justin Minyard and myself back next week. So stay safe and uh, have a good week. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, guys. Thanks, y'all. Miss you, Justin. Y'all. See ya. Hey, 4S Pod. This is Minyard, a.k.a. Taylor to win. Uh, I just want to give you guys a question for the week. And my question is, you know, is there a big rivalry uh, matchup that kind of stands out in the league? I know a lot of friends uh, throughout the years. We have the set of brothers. We have the outsider, Eric, who's, you know, against, you know, every random person a week except for Josh. And then we have, you know, Alex versus the world. So I just want to know, like, who is the top, like, matchup probably of the league so far. Uh, Love you guys. See you in a week.